0: I'm Heidi Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You can subscribe at iTunes for free. Catch them at HeidiHarris.com or Facebook, Twitter. It's hard to avoid me, even if you want to. My brand new weekday show live from the Las Vegas Strip is on 670 AM KMZQ, 9 AM to 10 AM. So you've also got that opportunity. And there's a listen live button at HeidiHarris.com. So you can listen live to the show weekdays, 9 AM to 10 AM. We broadcast right from the Las Vegas Strip, Well, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. As I record this podcast at this moment, it looks like Caesars has signed for the culinary contracts. So obviously MGM is going to follow. Once Caesars does it, once MGM does it, you know, everybody else is going to have to follow. They're simply going to have no choice. I don't know what the final negotiations were. We'll find out. My guess will be, and once again, I don't know all the details yet. My guess will be that they will drop the demand to protect workers from automation. You simply can't. I don't care who you are, what you do, you cannot protect workers from everything. My father was a musician in the showrooms in Las Vegas when I was a kid. As some of you may know, if you've read my book, Don't Pat Me on the Head is the title of it. And when he was a musician, he obviously had most of his career, a lot of his career before he came to Las Vegas and spent the last 20 years of his career here in town. And the bottom line is when I was a kid, every hotel had entire orchestras, everybody, strings, you know, horns, everything. Well, then as the showroom shrunk and as people decided to bring in more and more recorded music, it was a problem. The musicians struck about that. They lost. And ultimately, where do you find an orchestra anymore? Who's got an orchestra? A few people. I mean, not even some of the biggest acts in town have actual orchestras anymore, even playing places like Caesars. They have a few people. They might have one trumpet, not three. You might have, you know, one you know, this or that one violin player, but they don't have more than that. So it's really, really changed. And the unions didn't back up the musicians at the time. They didn't care. The other unions have never cared about each other. And already the laborers have said, they're going to keep building the stadium. They don't care what happens. Well, that takes some of the steam out of the culinary union trying to have these negotiations. So ultimately, my guess is that it will be settled. But the problem, of course, is it never should have gotten to this point. It never should have gotten to the point where there was so much propaganda coming out from the union about how much the casinos would lose every day. You think they don't know, but they were putting all this stuff out in public to convince everybody that they really had to sign or as far as the general public, they were trying to scare tourists. They were scaring travel operators. They were scaring a lot of people who didn't have to be scared. They should have kept this quiet. Now, they would argue, the union side, that they have been negotiating behind the scenes for six months. Okay, I get that. And so basically, they felt as if they had to force the hands of the casino owners, and I'll give them that. That's probably true. They had to bring it out in public before they were willing to understand what was going to happen or be brought to heel. Now, I don't know what the impact would have been on the Golden Knights, T-Mobile Arena, all of that. We don't really know yet. NHL hockey. I mean, it's a real exciting time right now, obviously, with hockey, with the Golden Knights. So who knows how much of a factor that was in the situation, but ultimately, I'm glad they're going to settle. It certainly looks like it at this point. And it's a good thing because nobody wanted a strike. I don't want union people to be taken advantage of. I want them to be able to have a decent wage that they can maybe live on depending on what their circumstances are in life. And they have good benefits. They have some of the best benefits in the industry. I have friends who work in culinary jobs only because the benefits are so great. There is no other reason they're members of the union. And you can't argue the fact that the culinary being so strong back in the day, it's not as strong as it used to be, but it's still pretty strong. But back in the day, the culinary had the strength to be able to make sure that people made a certain wage. And there are a lot of non-union houses that will pay guest room attendants and bartenders and cocktail waitresses a certain minimum wage that they wouldn't have paid them had there not been unions competing. So I get that. I understand the impact they've had in the Valley. But bottom line, the unions can't really argue that uh, you can be guaranteed a job, regardless of whether robots take over. That's just silly. And it doesn't work that way. There are all kinds of jobs being taken over by automation. Well, look at all the, the car people who make cars and the robots that have taken over car manufacturing. You still have to have people there to a certain extent, but nothing like you used to. So you just can't push technology. You can't push advancements aside. It's not possible. So what the union could do is train these people to do other jobs or do them in different ways so that automation won't take over not necessarily that job. It won't take other jobs from them in the future. That's all. So it sounds like a good idea. Now there's information coming out about Christian Kiliani, who's running for governor. As you know, she's in a very tight race against Steve Sisolak. They're both county commissioners at the moment. As far as I'm concerned, if they were governors, they are worse and worser. Either choice is terrible for the state of Nevada. They're going to turn Nevada into East California as if it isn't already bad enough. Okay. But now some information is coming out that when Christian Kiliani was a legislator. She basically took out of a bill the requirement that educators would have to register as sex offenders if they had been involved in sexual activity with students. I'm not going to get too in the weeds on that and bore you with the legislation, but here's the important factor. She's trying to say that, oh, well, you know, it was all about money. It wouldn't have passed because there wasn't money. Since when has the legislator cared whether there's enough money to fund anything? They pass things they want, Then they find the money some other time. Now, I understand that when legislation passes, you have to be able to prove that it's funded. I get all of that. But lefties don't really care about that. They find another way to fund it. Somehow, some way. they find a way. So as far as I'm concerned, it's a lame excuse to say that you couldn't fund all the people who are going to have to be watched as sex offenders. Everybody knows there are more folks registered as sex offenders than can possibly be monitored. But if you're registered as a sex offender, at the very least, it'll pop up on a background check. And that's all I'm asking for, because I am tired of the sex offender shuffle. That's when somebody screws up at a school, gets some girl pregnant, gropes some little kid, and all they do is push them out the door, send them to another school, because the principal of the school doesn't want a scandal. They don't want that on their records. Oh my gosh, that happened here. So they quietly push them out the back door. How many times have we heard this? And then it seems like within 10 minutes, the media, when something like this comes to light, the media can find out that back in Tennessee or wherever, this guy or this girl had another sex offense that nobody bothered to check. Now the media can find out in two seconds and the Clark County School District can't find it out. So if people were registered as sex offenders, they should be done. If you ever lay a hand on a child, your teaching career should be over. That should be an obvious duh. It shouldn't happen. So, this would have just been one more piece of legislation that could have possibly helped. People need to know that their children are safe at school, that no one's gonna grope them at school. And it's ridiculous how many times we hear, certainly, of teachers uh, messing around with high school girls. And believe me, the high school girls are pretty forward these days. And so, a lot of these teachers, you know, you're 22, 23, 25, and you got a 17 year old girl rubbing her body on you like a cat. I understand it's tempting. Some of these girls certainly don't look 16 or 17. It's not the point. You still keep your hands off the girls. They're teenagers. They're teenagers. I don't care how mature you think they are. They're still kids. So that's a tougher one. But when you're dealing with children, little kids, and teachers put their hands on them, it should be over and out. Anybody who lays a hand on a kid in high school should be registered as a sex offender, period. I don't care if she is 17. When I was in high school here in Las Vegas, I had a girl who actually married the high school choir teacher right after high school. And I thought, Ugh. he was the ickiest thing too. Nerdy, icky. I couldn't figure it out. Now, maybe they were carrying on some kind of torrid affair during the high school year. They must have been. To get married after high school. And I was, I just thought it was the grossest thing. I thought teachers were gross when I was a kid. I never saw one teacher that I found attractive and I never had a teacher try to make a move on me, but it's always gone on. It always will go on. You're not going to stop evil, but you can certainly try the best you can to let teachers know you are going to be on notice. If you lay a hand on a kid, that's it. Your career's over. You're going to be registered as a sex offender, which will make it more difficult for you to do anything. There are places you can't live. Clearly, there are jobs you can't have beyond teaching. Your life is going to suck if you're registered as a sex offender, and that's just the way it is. That's why people need to be taught the day they become teachers. Hey, listen, if you're a pervert, keep it out of the classroom because it's going to destroy your career. All those years of schooling, all the stuff that you did is going to be out the door, and it's over your life's going to be miserable from then on. I mean, it's going to be tough for you to go to schools, even if you have your own kids later on, which of course sex offenders shouldn't, I get it, but we can't control everything. But if you're a sex offender, sometimes you can't go to school and visit your kid or go to any school functions because you're not allowed to be around kids. Well, you know what? Too bad. Keep your hands off the kids and you won't have that problem to begin with. These are the people we have a responsibility to protect So it's going to be interesting to see how this latest revelation about Chris G comes out. I'll keep you posted on it. And of course, the Golden Knights play this weekend. We're very excited about that. We want them to win the Stanley Cup, beat the Capitals. And it's a huge, huge fun thing for the city, that's for sure. You can join me on my weekday show, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., 6.70 a.m. KMZQ. This morning at 9.20, Johnny Katzlamidis, who writes on entertainment for Las Vegas, is going to be joining me. We're going to talk about Hamilton, which is in town for a month. Of course, the Golden Knights and some other things like that. And we'll keep you updated on whatever happens with the culinary negotiations. At this point, it looks like a strike's been averted. And I'm glad because the last thing I want any of these people to do, especially the hardworking folks who are living paycheck to paycheck, I do not want them to have to go out on strike because a couple of weeks off work can be devastating for a family just struggling to get by. So we'll keep you updated on that. And once again, join me for my live show this morning, 670 AM KMZQ. You can find a link to listen live at HeidiHarris.com. That's H-E-I-D-I, HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, remember you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scott.